0: The adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a 6-year-old and a 4-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an
1: 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a cup of coffee. No adult beverage for me tonight. (laughs) This is coffee night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, us both. It is one of those evenings for gaming dads. We're going to crank the caffeine and try to get through this. The... Speaking of being tired and speaking of being wary, had a um, sort of unexpected on-field romance blooming, yeah. which I didn't think I'd have to deal with so early. But my son is currently playing soccer. Comes home the one day, and he's like, uh, "Like, dad, the girl, the uh, this girl who plays a uh, net, the goal, the goalie. Like, uh, I want her to be my girlfriend. I really like the goalie." It's like, and "So it's like, dad, can the, can the goalie be my girlfriend?" I was like, nah, "I don't know, son. Sounds like she's a keeper." Oh, geez. <laughs>
1: You know what? I keep telling
0: myself every episode. Nope, every week. We <laughs> won't go along with
1: this story, just in case. And I was like, you know what? all right. I'm going to do it right at the beginning, and Jeff's definitely going to
0: see through it. Nope. Right at the beginning.
1: See, your kids play soccer, so I'm like, yeah, okay. Sounds great.
0: And at some point, they're going to come home and be like, I'm infatuated with someone. So. You already got your joke lined up. She's a she's keeper. He's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Dad, how come every time I come to you for advice, you have a dad pun? It's like, well, son. (laughs) So when you go into another one, it's just an endless cycle.
1: Like, I'm not going to ask anymore.
0: I'm one one half of the dynamic duo known known as New Dad Gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, this week we had a wonderful chance to speak to other gamers online. We posted up a Twitter poll and got some awesome answers. Really, uh, some good responses, too. It was really wonderful to see. But, uh, Jeff, what was the question you would pose to the uh, good gamers out there
1: yeah so i posed to our audience the most underused spell in any rpg against enemies not yourself yeah. but against enemies so the okay. choices were sleep death petrify and poison
0: yeah that was that was great as soon as i saw that i'm like that is absolutely true <laughs> there are so it's like you've learned petrify i'm like neat Back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is there some way i can sort it so yeah. it just goes to the bottom and exactly. i never have to deal with it yeah which, which is that's upsetting in the fact that like those all sound cool those could turn the tide of battle and besides poison like none of them ever work ever never so <laughs> so under underused for sure who would ever touch these things and people came out the uh Usual friends of the show with some excellent responses. We had uh, Donnie G Retro comes with, I don't recall ever using Petrify successfully on anything. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> That's my experience as well. So, uh, Gamers Week podcast. I'm uh, going to say death because it has such a high failure rate. You almost hate to waste your turn on it. Yeah. Have you ever, Jeff, have you ever killed a thing in an RPG with death. Never.
1: And if I tried, they would usually have like reflect and it would just come back on me anyway. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I, I like... learned my lesson. So technically you killed something, yeah, but it was exactly just your own character. <laughs> Self-inflicted. Awesome. Everett, which is a solid nope rope, says, In most RPGs, these spells are mostly useless, but in FF8, they're so damn good. Well, poison is as good as the other. Now, that w- this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Junction to status attack or status defense and have fun. Now, I don't understand those terms because I never played Final Fantasy Eight. What's this about?
1: Yeah, so th- that was a system that I never properly learned because when this came up, I'm like, that is a good call. So you could junction spells to your weapon or your armor, and it depends on like if you're attacking with it or absorbing it. So if you junction petrify or poison to your weapon, you just have that more of a chance to have it work. That's so is that fun. To...
0: <laughs> is, that, is that to say every time you attack with that weapon, when it's junctioned or attached to it, it casts it at the same time
1: it's like a roll of the dice so like eventually you'll get one in 100 attacks but if you're always attacking right and then you junction higher you can you know the fantasy it was all the draw system so you get more spells out and the more you junction the more the better chance so that's a system i never learned so thank you
0: (laughs) for teaching me i learned something (laughs) Now I got to go back and uh, play the game. Maybe. So we got uh, Donkey Forever says sleep since it didn't work on bosses and more powerful enemies. Way too true. Uh, Sean Saunders at Slaw Saunders says got to go with death because its hit rate is usually absurdly low if you use it, like mimicking the other and being absolutely on point. Mm-hmm. So, oh boy, see, Curl, K I R Y L. Oh yeah. Okay, and and his constant failures with thwack. In the NES NES version of Dragon Quest IV, I've used Petrify more simply because of Beowulf and Final Fantasy Tactics. Right. Retro Gaming Bygones Network says, negotiate. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He may laugh, but in Undertale, that was probably actually an action you could take. Yeah. So I like that one. And Retro Wars, at wars underscore retro, says sleep unless it's Pokemon because you wake the jerk up when you hit them.
1: It's true. So, as soon as you put them to sleep, you can't do anything. So great. Man, so great. <laughs>
0: oh, so that, that, great responses. Awesome poll. So happy to see everybody vote on it. And all, the responses were making me and Jeff laugh. So yep. hey, everyone, thanks so much for reaching out on this poll. Uh, now I want to discuss something where it's a world of pure. Imagine Minecraft. This, this is your term. This is something that you came up with, right? <laughs> yeah. The, it was such a great experience. So I was playing a Minecraft with my kids this morning. Uh, so it's on the weekend. This will be usually our gaming time. Uh, they have had some sessions since the last time I visited their world. Okay. And it's like, hey, Dad, come and play, like, see our stuff. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You just drop down into a Willy Wonka like experience <laughs> of okay. So we have a eighty foot tall mushroom over here. Okay. There is chunks down to the core of the earth missing on this side. Mm -hmm. There is skeletons on fire trapped in cages. There is bonsai. It's like, what is happening? What what have you done? (laughs) There's just so much stuff. Like to see a space where kids have just untethered imagination and access to build anything. Yeah. Like paired with ideas that they've gotten from videos or other kids or just like as they've drawn like dreams that they've had, which they've told me about. <laughs> you just go into their world after a while and you're just walking around like a tourist looking at all these wild things that they've created. Have you had anything similar of seeing what your kids have been up to when you're not in their worlds for a while?
1: Yeah, basically it's like a, like kind of you explained, it's it's a living journal of just what mm. their mind is kind of ticking through. So I've gone to my son, my eight-year-old's world and he had... He had an irrigation system underground to feed the zombies or creepers or something that he was keeping captive. So I'm like, oh, great, okay. you're feeding him. That's great. That's awesome. But he's also a prisoner. He's like, don't worry, Dad. I let him out every now and then. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then later on, in, he's got this other like dome-like arena. I'm like, do you bring them in here to, <laughs> to battle to the death? He's like, no, no, no. No, this is where I fight You know, the enemies that I pick, and they come in. Like, oh, great. Okay, well, let's let's put this game down for a bit and have a talk. (laughs) Let's
0: go. Let's go for a walk and uh, discuss some feelings. But it's wild, man. Like,
1: even just it's literally like walking around your kid's mind, just Mm. taking in the sights, and you're like, huh.
0: (laughs) "Use this in therapy later." Yeah, that that is such an apt way to put it. Because if you if you were able to kind of catapult in there and get a sense of what they're thinking about what they're really focused on at that particular moment what they're really interested in it probably makes its way into the game be it playing with creatures building massive buildings armor like utterly fascinating it is such a awesome experience honestly like just walking around and then to have them as tour guides yeah yeah where they were like they would find me and then in game want to float in front of me to show me like oh come check this out check this out and then you flip this lever and then this goes up and then this fire and then then they get that big excited burst as they're walking through these creations yeah
1: yeah
0: absolutely adore it it's so good like the, yeah the being led through your kids you put a great, I love the idea, like, it's a diary. It's a diary yeah. of what your kid's currently thinking.
1: It's kind of like, it kind of makes you want to save parts of it, right? Like, if mm. you could, I know you can save the world, but obviously the world gets <laughs> raised and rebuilt in a night <laughs> yeah. with how our kids operate. But, you know, like, save a video of just them walking around, like, hey, this was you at, you know, eight years old. This was your mind. Mm. This is what you thought about building. So, yeah, it's kind of neat.
0: That's awesome, dude. That, so definitely... It, if if you as a, have a dad has if your kid is playing Minecraft and you haven't had a chance to be like in game, like be a character and walk through their world. Yeah. To kind of get that first person vantage point of it, it's fascinating. I really suggest it. It's really cool for gaming dads to check that stuff out.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: Now the uh, so a game you had mentioned before, I was sort of interested in this and it segues to a few things I want to talk about, but the uh, you had discovered a really great card game to play with your kids. Uh, So something tactile, something offline, which, you know, having this stuff (laughs) as well is always great. So it was Sushi Go, I believe is the name.
1: Yeah, so Sushi Go is a pretty, I won't say easy, but it's a good entry point for a card game. And you need at least, I think at least three players. It's better with the whole four-player set. But Mm -hmm. it's a, if your kids like sushi, it's even better. But it's um, these cards that have funny pictures of sushi on them and it's um something that you just kind of you're trying to collect different kinds of sushi get different kind of sets of sushi that all match and then there's a point system so you play three rounds everybody gets cards then you take one of those cards and you pass it to the player on your left and then Mm. they restock and then they have to take one and then you play three rounds of that and then at the end you lay out your sushis and you count the points and everyone has a good laugh because again it's just cute cards and it's a fun game to play and then there's different cards in there that mix it up like there's chopsticks that you can take the sushi away from your next player or something so it's a really (laughs) cute game uh my kids loved it um when my youngest was five he was actually playing it so it's as long as you're there to guide them it's a really easy entry point to these kind of Mm -hmm. games so totally recommend it and there's a even bigger one um sushi go like family or something that's a little bit bigger and gives you more cards and options so it's definitely recommend
0: Okay. Yeah, because I'm always looking at the type of stuff, like something tactile, something offline. Yeah. Something to get them thinking kind of tact, like strategically, but not too seriously and yeah. having some fun. So Sushi Go, that's a dad recommendation. Um, I initially kind of thought of it because on the previous week you had mentioned that yeah. you would your kid had potentially wanted to look into Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I was curious the update on where that's landed so
1: (laughs) the update um yeah we went back home and watched a couple youtube videos on just how this would work Mm -hmm. just even the starter um starter pack for dungeons and dragons getting into it i myself have never played so it was good kind of tutorial for me to see too the interest kind of died there a little
0: bit (laughs) when faced with the actual game was like "Eh." yeah i
1: think the idea is very in like interesting to my 11 year old but running it and maybe being a little bit more as, quote unquote out of the box thinking with dungeons and dragons because it kind of promotes that creative thought mm-hmm. wasn't too into it right away so i think we'll get like another game that kind of eases him towards something like that it was just a little bit too open too campaigny
0: okay. for now
1: so i think we're gonna hold off on that maybe look at something a little bit different
0: Okay, so this becomes very interesting, and I'm hoping that some gaming dads listening can reach out to us on Twitter or at our website, at NewDadGaming or NewDadGaming.com, because you and I find ourselves in a similar situation. Mm -hmm. So what happened in my house is one of my... The favorite things my kids love to do is they'll sit with my wife or I, they'll find coloring pages online. Okay. So zombies versus plants or Among Us or just Marvel characters. We print them, they color them. Just... Like we have pages Perfect. upon pages <laughs> upon pages of it. Yeah, I, lo- I love the creativity. We'll pr- I will waste as much ink as they want on yep. this type of thing. I came downstairs one time to find that they had laid out many of these across the floor. Okay. And they were having certain cards battle certain cards. So they're saying, okay, well, uh, my... Deadpool Among Us is going to fight the big zombie, and the big zombie is going to fight Captain America, and there's, they're doing all these kind of battles, and there's this big, sprawling battle going on. Like Their heads were exploding with imagination and excitement. Nice. That's a uh, <laughs> creative way to do it. <laughs> now, I, I used to be very much into Magic the Gathering. Okay, I, here it comes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so if you didn't know. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm seeing them get into this, and I'm just like, huh. That, that reminds me a lot of... <laughs> You My didn't, God. like, rush in there and tear out the page. No! <laughs> <laughs> no. You can't. You don't have the right manner to cast you this one. Come it. on. <laughs> but it, it made me think about, is, is there such a game like Magic or like Pokemon? Like any of those card games, those tactile card games, kind of like what we talked about. Yeah. Um, but in that battle system, is there... Because the kids love battle, uh, love video games. They love battling. But they love these characters and we're starting to get into pages or kind of like cards going against each other right can i segue this into a sneaky math lesson slash offline game thing that also was a secret passion of mine when i was much younger (laughs) and it it got me like does a battle card game exist for kids that's
1: a good question i mean
0: i'm sure it does in some way or form
1: i haven't discovered a good one put it that way
0: yeah that now, the I mean, just before we got on, like, I did an initial search. I didn't find anything great yeah that I could see, right? A lot of stuff seemed either too complicated or not really in the right vein for what I was kind of hoping for. I, we did find, for instance, though, um, I think I have like four or five examples here, like DreamWorks, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, the hidden world, <laughs> battle royale game for kids. Now that's nonsense. They that, just that... <laughs> put in
1: keywords to make you buy. it. It's
0: kind of like Fortnite.
1: Get your kids yeah. in on this.
0: Just <laughs> say Fortnite to get your like Google ranking. That's like that's <laughs> such nonsense. So, but this one is, uh, I think it's ranked like eight, eight years plus. I tend to find these games. It's kind of you can kind of subtract two years along, especially if you're there with them. Yeah yes but this is you have to remain the top dragon on the top and then you get to put a token if you put three tokens in you win the game yeah relatively fast relatively fun you said it's like another game that you had seen um well that one is a little bit different than what i was thinking
1: but we were going towards more of the minecraft um there's a licensed minecraft game that is right that is somewhat similar but not quite um that's where the license actually works, where the Minecraft mm. brand transfers over into a good board game. And the board game, well, it's not actually a board game, it's just cards. And there's like a physical block with multi-blocks that you pick at through mm. getting the cards and going around. That looks kind of cool. Getting my kid from the digital Minecraft into the board game. Minecraft might be an yes. easier sell.
0: It's such, a, it's such a dad. This works. Jeff, we've stumbled <laughs> upon such an uh, awesome dad hack if this works i agree because it listen son you have had too much video games today you are not allowed to play any more video games oh dad but what if i told you we can play some more minecraft (laughs) but wait there's more (laughs) and you pull out this board game and it's i hope ideally it's a good game yes enticing and it's like, great. Well, you can do that. You just have to add two plus uh, five. Isn't that math? No, it's Minecraft. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's cubes. It's like, what are you talking about? No, you're going to have to, you need to think two steps ahead. Isn't that planning and strategy? No, it's Minecraft. Absolutely I don't know what you're not. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, like, I see, I see such, if this, if we can pull this off, I see such potential in this of covering many facets offline, family quality time, educational strategy, math portable like it if it (laughs) were if it would only work yeah and even just like handling
1: behavior right so like if they get my kids get upset when they get kicked off the screens i'll be honest they Mm. do not like it so but if it transfers over to something that they do like into board game form perfect i think they'll be better with that
0: so so the the other enticing like i think what's going to be Good for us is the... Ter- now, the DreamWorks one that we had previously mentioned, the Dragon one, mm-hmm. uh, seems like it's a fast one. It actually has um, D&D style dice included. Oh,
1: gateway right? drug.
0: So that one kind of felt like a bit of a gateway. Yeah. That, one, that one's interesting. Okay. The Minecraft one is the straight shot of like, hey kid, you like Minecraft, you're <laughs> you're grounded from video games. Let's go do this uh, low key math stuff and have some fun together. Yeah. Um, some others that we had seen so there's something called animals and legends card games a unique strategy deck building game for kids uh, teens and adults <laughs> sneaky tactics and aggressive attacks two to four players some of these words are just yeah I
1: <laughs> sneaky but attacks it, oh thanks
0: that was great so it seems like it's got those elements so it's like it's more f- fun friendly animals like lions and unicorns things like that yeah looks kind of interesting the now this this one in particular is interested in and was curious your thought if it would maybe pique your interest because this is, so the five minute dungeon fun card game for kids so that it is like it's dungeon and dragons but Ish. focused on like five minute sessions i think that's a it good sell
1: the five minute part um even just to grab their attention for you know a quick game and then change it up and then go to the next game if that's how mm. it works that's how it functions but looking at it there's a bunch of player cards and almost like mats, player mats to it
0: with a little bit of strategy and hit points and stuff. So I'm curious, now we had different reactions to this. And I'd be curious about uh, gaming dads who are listening, if they write in and tell us their thoughts. I looked at this and for each one, there's two sets of cards, like four different types of tokens, different piles, different colors, different things to go on. Yeah. My my immediate thought was this seems too complicated. Bit of a non-starter. You didn't feel that way though. No,
1: like we, we have a similar game that looks like this. It's called Dice Throne. And it's it looks like this where if you're there to guide them, it's not that complicated. I think okay. laid out, it looks like a lot of systems in play, but really mm. it's just going to be like, oh, I collect this token on this card and that goes over here. And then I might not get all of those tokens in one go. They're just all there as options, right? So I don't think it's as complicated. And I think that some of these games with the age ranges and stuff and, and the descriptions, they aren't good descriptions. And mm. before COVID hit, there used to be like board game cafes that we would go to as a family right. and try out board games. And that was a great way to get into these things because it really doesn't sell you through pictures. Like if you could play it and your kids are interested in it, I'd buy it in a heartbeat, right? So, so it's like,
0: I, I didn't know that. So I'd, I've been to a board game cafe, but it was very much like an adult drink and laugh type scenario. You've actually gone to a board game cafe as a family experience and it worked yeah yeah um there was one
1: i don't know if it exists anymore but it was in uh just in hamilton so it's about 20 minutes from where i am and it was certain hours of the day so after like i think 8 or 9 p.m it would just switch into adult mode right so they would have they would (laughs) have red lights come on and like the (laughs) eyes. (laughs) (laughs) like you know (laughs) the music changed um yeah so you could book during the daytime and go and have a table to yourself to, and they had a whole bunch whole spectrum of games so anything from like mm. super super complicated to more family game like and even older games um like Pictionary and Tribond was one that I played mm. as a kid and and we tried up a bunch that we'd never heard before and the kids loved it and even just the initial experience you can kind of gauge their interest and if you didn't like it you just put it back on the shelf
0: yeah, and get yeah. another one it was awesome damn okay Again, I, I didn't relay the experience between uh, what I experienced with the game cafe and actually from the family, but it sounds yeah. like it's actually a phenomenal way to test run something before dropping like 30 40 bucks 40 onto one of these uh, board games, which may not work.
1: Well, that's just it, right? And then it just sits there and collects dust, and you kind of look at it every time you walk by, and you're like, we should play this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: yeah and the last one i saw which is sort of an interesting pitch was it spin master games marvel five minute dungeon so the same one before yeah but marvel right so it's the exact same premise like it's the exact same game but just done with hulk and um their various villains green goblin red skull here loki yeah wow that was a terrifying looking loki lord <laughs> okay maybe <Yeah, laughs> that's where the age range <laughs> comes in like the artwork <laughs> yeah. is a little bit much but um it, it this see, this felt like an even better segue because if your kid my kids are you know adore superheroes yeah and you get them in the board game and it's kind of the card thing they're trying to get them towards the math angle but hey here's like captain america that you love so much like why don't we try out this game hey, see, yeah again it's a good tie to get them in
1: right like much like the minecraft game hey here's marvel oh, okay <laughs> let me follow along
0: oh uh, man is so that I am yeah so fascinated by this and the sort of convinced I'm def- I th- I'm going to definitely pick up one of these ones. I have to find one that's eight, age appropriate for my six year old. I could handle it. I think I get something that like eight plus. I because th- I think as long as I'm there, I think I could guide it towards them, and I think they tend to up those ages for safety sake. Yeah. So I I will get one and report back. Again, if any gaming dads have had some big successes, uh, do reach out
1: there is one little wrench i'm gonna throw into this or option damage of let's say this <laughs> um i was when i when i was looking at dungeons and dragons i'm like eh, maybe maybe we don't have to get this right now um on steam the tabletop simulator mm-hmm. i was looking at that and i'm like hmm can i try it out there because it's a lot cheaper and then get the physical board game um so that might be an option just to even look at maybe not these five minute ones but something else, because a lot of the popular ones have converted into this tabletop simulator. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but it's almost like people mod in the game or something. Hmm. And you can check it out and play it. Again, you want them off the screen. I think that's the ultimate goal. But at least you can kind of get a taste for the mechanics of it and then bring it off.
0: But I don't know. That's a good point. So I do. So I would, I would relate to saying I wouldn't mind trying it on the iPad. Mm-hmm. See if there is a kid slash family friendly version of this card slash dungeon dragon type thing that I could download. My my problem with mobile anything that's digital seems to be, especially in this type of realm, yeah. monetized through the absolute teeth. It's ridiculous. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so the <laughs> thought that I'd be able to find like a real like pay once, good <laughs> experience. Yeah, good luck. Ugh, not so much. Although, I'll say there there are some games like Catan that you have to pay, but that tends to be This is the game. Sure, there's add-ons. Like they're trying to monetize it, whatever. But at least like the initial purchase does get you. This is the digital version. You and a bunch of people can play. It's contained, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. off you go. Now (laughs) (laughs) say this: character. (laughs) I had. It's not a great thought. I don't think it's the right thought. But if I'm honest, it's the thought that I had. And I think back to my problem with all of this thinking. I'm still going to do it because I think it's going to be fun. It's an opportunity for offline family fun. Great some of my thoughts went to though is i went back to myself in high school um now perhaps you or yeah (laughs) Yeah. perhaps you or listeners would disagree but generally i turned out fine okay yes (laughs) but at high school i can remember just being hyper nerdy and playing magic like on lunchtime with buddies of mine so we're at the lunch table. This is maybe like, I'm just kind of some classic old world thinking that it really has no place anymore. But <laughs> there's just something about that that world, that particular angle of gaming, whether it's offline, Dungeon Dragon, Magic the Gathering, tabletop, it just feels like it lends itself to some somewhat antisocial behaviors of it. And again, I'm going to be very clear again. I I feel like a lot of, bad assumptions of mine are coming through, mm-hmm. but I'm being honest with where my head went. Right. When I started to think <clears> about it, it's like, it, am I in danger of affecting my son socially by introducing him to hobbies that classically were seen as somewhat antisocial? If I can kind of phrase it like that with all the caveats that I put in place as far as kind of perhaps outdated thinking on such things.
1: Yeah. Like again, if I look back at high school, Jeff, Um, I wasn't at that table, um, but I remember that table.
0: You're like, like, I used to throw things at that table.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I didn't, but I would ignore the table. Um, but I don't think it would be any social at all because that table was stacked with people that loved that game and Mm. they seemed to all hang out together and talk together and, you know, share that bond through that game. And I just think nowadays, I don't think that would fly anymore. Like look at Marvel. Mm. Marvel used to be a nerdy thing and now everybody like. Blockbuster movies, right? So, true. I don't think you'll get the same kind of reaction, and I think we've taught our kids a little bit more <laughs> in terms of respect and bullying, and you know, allowing people to have their
0: you know their yeah, own likes fun. and
1: dislikes, right? So, I, I
0: think mean, you're probably right. Be okay. Even with video, like the the just how unanimous Fortnite is as a central place where a bunch of people have played among us, like these. Yeah. Cultural touchstones that have permeated now, and like you said, comics like just it's yeah it's Marvel different. and all these superheroes are kind of blown up. So a perhaps it's just old world thinking, and B it's also just out of sync with the time where it's and perhaps new generations have really embraced it, and I'm really overthinking it.
1: You need to drag all your magic cards out of the closet, there, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know the, the box in I the attic. So, <laughs> all right,
0: I'm so tempted. <laughs> Listen, okay, listen.
1: <laughs> unless, they're, unless they're like collectibles, then just don't. Just leave them in there. <laughs> I
0: have, I still have my deck. Okay. And it's a pretty good deck. Well, I'm sure like it's out of like format now, but like there, there's a couple stores near where I live. Okay. And they do what's called a magic draft. So it's like yep. you go in and they open a pack and then like one by one, you have to choose it. Obviously, if you go fr- this round, I go first, next round you go first, you pick the best card. Yeah. You build a deck and you play it it is the most like old school nerdy thing I've heard. Yeah. And, but I, I look at it longingly from afar (laughs) as far as like, firstly, like, (laughs) could I find the time to do it with a busy dad schedule? Right. Could I get over my hangups and just get into the damn store and like have fun. Obviously now this type of thing, I I hope this type of thing starts back up. Of course it's uh, those type of in-person things had been canceled during times of COVID. But yeah, (laughs) Yeah. You talk about dusting off magic, but it's always just right there. And I'm thinking about it. The digital. I tried to get into the digital version. Yeah. T G Arena. Not the same. It's kind of fun, but it's just so monetized. It hurt. It's painfully monetized. Yeah. yeah. And confusing. Like it's so. Keeping up with anything that's like I'd lay down one card and thirty things would happen. My opponent lays it down. Four things happen, then I die. And it's like, hey, great. Do you want to buy another Magic pack? I'm like, I don't know that I do yeah no i say you go out there and go to that store have that fun you know slow
1: the car down to a crawl and you know turn off the music turn off the gas get out and yeah. play some magic
0: i'm just standing outside in the rain like, just, like <laughs> no <laughs> umbrella inside. like just tears are they tears like, sir it rain? sir you've been here every week for a month Do you just want to come in and play i don't
1: think i can really <laughs> may i
0: all right I imagine, like many things, I'm overthinking it. So, hey, (laughs) let's take that opportunity to wrap it up there. Uh, Gaming Dads, lots of requests there. If uh, you have any thoughts on magic or spells or any polls that we put out there, find us at Twitter, at NewDadGaming. If you have recommendations for card games, have you had a success with your kids playing offline with a battle card or Dungeons & Dragons? Something tinier, more age-appropriate, but opportunity for family time we'd love to hear that and feature it on the show you can again the twitter handle was at new dad gaming or you can find us at our website new we'd love to hear from you we'd love to share any dad wisdom you might have if you like the podcast you can find this on itunes spotify google play any of the major podcasting networks uh, at, this year as we're trying to get out to as many gaming dads as possible uh, to start a little magic club for dads where there's going to be no ju- no judgments video. just like just bad plays uh, what really helps is a subscription on any of those platforms. What really, really helps is a rating and a comment that really helps to boost the signal to other gaming dads and get us out there as much as possible. We'd really appreciate it. So as I said, so would like to get a hold of the show at NewDadGaming, NewDadGaming.com, but appreciate a subscription. Do this show every week and we'd love to hear from you. Listen, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. My name is Trevor and I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and i'm jeff i'm an 11 year old and an 8 year old and just remember just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over nice get in that store get in that store <laughs> that's right buy buy that pack yeah. <laughs> it's cool now <laughs> that's right <laughs> you do you we'll uh, <laughs> see you see next you there.